Welcome to our daily devotions, coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. Throughout these summer months with uh, folks on, away on vacation and Pastor Lori on sabbatical, there will be days like today when it works best for us to play for you a, a golden oldie from our depository of devotions. So we hope you find this message as timely as when it was first offered and that it becomes for you a way to reflect upon the timelessness of God's Word. So let us now prepare our hearts and minds by listening to some beautiful music. Lord, as we begin this devotion today, may you speak to us. May you soften our hearts to show us something new and move in our day in unexpected ways to remind us of your presence and how you are always walking with us, Lord. Amen. Our scripture passage today comes from Acts chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. Hear the word of the Lord. Now many signs and wonders were done among the people through the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest of them dared to join, but the people held them in high esteem. Yet more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, great numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats in order that Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he came by. 
A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. And then the high priest took action. He and all who were with him, that is, the sect of Sadducees, being filled with jealousy, arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, brought them out, and said, Go stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life. And when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and went on with their teaching. When the high priest and those with him arrived, they called together the council and the whole body of elders of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the temple police went there, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were perplexed about them, wondering what might be going on. And then someone arrived and announced, Look, the men who you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. And then the captain went with the temple police and brought them, but without violence, for they were afraid of being stoned by the police. This is the word of the Lord. Upon first reflection, I read the story and think, wow, that's an amazing story of ways that God was moving and interacting with the disciples in the early church as this gospel was beginning to be spread. And at first, I feel like there's a disconnect between this being an important story in the lives of the disciples and being an important story for our life today. I know I haven't been put behind bars for sharing the gospel, nor had God uh, break me out of jail, um, at least not yet. Uh, God works in mysterious ways. Um, But uh, I imagine you haven't experienced a similar situation either. You know, which makes this passage one of those that can be a little trickier for us to relate to, um, for us to allow the Holy Spirit to mold in our hearts and to really use to guide us throughout our day. But as we dig deeper, the Holy Spirit can really breathe insight into this passage. So we see someone in authority, jealous of the work that a group of people are doing, um, and that work is positive and it's life-changing Uh, and it's an important influence that they are having on their community. But because of that jealousy, these people are oppressed. They're unjustly punished. You know, but God shows them favor and continues to present and walk with them through their situation, providing guidance. And this group of people continue to trust in God, even when it might not make sense or become kind of difficult. I mean, I can only speak from my own experience, but when I reflect on this story and the greater picture of events, my mind immediately goes to the ways that I may share about my faith or speak about Christ and share about the gospel with those that I encounter. I am often nervous uh, that those around me uh, might think that I'm too different or might think that I believe that I'm better than them or that I know the truth and they don't. Or maybe I'm afraid that I will share something wrong about the gospel and about the story of Christ, and it turns them off entirely, and it leads them to shut down um, in seeking out their own faith journey. Sharing the gospel can be tricky. Sharing our personal faith journey as an example of the gospel can be even trickier because it requires vulnerability. But it's also what we're called to do. See, this passage from the Gospel of John Um, shared in today's devotional as well, which I did not read, mentions the difference between light and darkness. And often the easy way out is to choose the path of least resistance. 
or the path that is most self-serving or the path that just does not require much of us, which is also most often the path of darkness. This story of the apostles shows us that God is still present with us. Even when things don't go according to plan, when we find it difficult to let our own light shine, when we find ourselves in the middle of a jail in the, 21st, in the first century or the 21st century, God is present with us and using each of these situations as an opportunity for our story to reflect more and more God's presence, action, and love in our life. See, like always, we have a choice. The choice of how to respond to God's love and God's action in our life. In each difficult situation, we have the choice to either be consumed by darkness. For all we know, until that angel showed up, the apostles might have assumed it was the end of their ministries as they knew it. They were probably in an incredibly dark space. They may have even thought they were going to be killed. We can all see that darkness is consuming. We've all felt that darkness is consuming. But likewise, we can look for the presence of God in those moments. And as we hear, see, and feel the love and action of God in our own life, we can respond in such a way that prompts people to say the same thing about us. Look, the person who was in darkness is now standing in the light teaching those around them about how their story is God's story. In what ways are we being challenged today by those difficult situations? In what ways is the Holy Spirit calling us into a new light? In what ways are you able to share the good news of the gospel and of how your story is also God's story? Let's close in prayer. Lord, thank you for the history of your action and presence in our lives and the story of the apostles today being a reminder of how you are always at work when things do not go according to plan. God, may you remind us in our own story that our story is your story. And when things don't go according to our plan or what we even believed was your plan, that you still have something wonderful in store, that you are still walking with us and that you are still guiding us. We ask all this in Christ's holy name. Amen.